It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's another day for holidaying wherever you might be around Australia on this long Easter weekend break, just five more weeks to until the federal election. Are the wheels starting to fall off Anthony Albanese's aspirations to become the next Australian Prime Minister? Well, some people think so. Of course, we pay such a lot of attention to the cash rate here on the Real Estate Podcast, much like most homeowners do, because we know that it's soon going to be in reverse with its tracking from one direction of heading downward to U-turning and heading upward. So really, Anthony Albanese should have known the cash rate. The findings in the Resolve Political Monitor Monitor suggests possibly a hung parliament is a real possibility, with the independents securing 9% of the vote. So Albanese should know the national unemployment rate as well, and the news poll is suggesting primary support for the ALP has dropped from 41% to 37% in recent weeks. However, Labor retains a 53-47 to lead on the two-party preferred basis. That is according to the news poll. So Labor is very much still in it in this upcoming federal election. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. Okay, let's have a look at weather and firstly for Sydney, expecting mostly fine with 25 degrees. Melbourne expecting some rain with 19. Brisbane partly cloudy and 27. And in Perth expecting a sunshine day and a high of 24 degrees. Across every state, city and town of Australia, The Real Estate Podcast. Well, some time ago I spoke with Liz Hayward, who is a interior designer based in Sydney. And at the time of the podcast, we had the lockdowns going on up and down the country. And she is one of many Australian businesses who have adopted to become an online service who not only can advise her clients around Australia, but also internationally, as you will hear her talk about. Design, as we know, is incredibly important to get right, especially with a view to selling your home. The wrong design can and does cost vendors sometimes vast amounts of missed sales price points because of a lack of the beautification of an interior look and feel. And that's really what you are going for when you're selling. It's an indefinable, hard to put your finger on, just what it is about a property you walk into and connect with on that emotional level is anybody's guess. But often we hear the term don't buy emotionally because you will end up paying too much for a property. There is also different levels to emotional connections to a property. So think of a scale of 10. Yes, someone can have an emotional connection to a property, but it might have a rating of just one. So imagine the price difference someone is prepared to pay if the emotional connection to a property is more around the seven to eight rating. You will be leveraging more 
of a maximum sales price point. So here is the interview with Liz, who I started out by asking just how busy she was. Do you know what? I have been extremely busy. I am, I guess, in a very fortunate position in that my industry or our industry has kept going. You know, people, if not increasing, people are at home and using their homes in a different way and really just spending hours upon hours looking at those things that have annoyed them for years upon years and have decided now is the time that they want to make those changes. For those that are looking to sell, um, you know, they definitely want to make their house look the best it can be. And also for those that have moved into a new property, they want to, you know, make sure that their house can be um, as beautiful as it can be, bring out its best potential. So I'm seeing clients on both ends, those that are looking to sell and those that have just bought as well. And something I was really curious about is e-decorating instantly makes my mind think, of course, I know what it is. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so that's one of the services I offer. And again, it's been something that has um, hugely increased during lockdown because it is something that can be done remotely. So I work with uh, clients across Australia and, and international as well. So it's a purely online service. We uh, we first meet over Zoom and, and it's very similar in terms of how the project runs. But so we first meet over Zoom, have a chat. I, you know, often I can be shown around a house with clients just showing me around on their, their phones or laptops, whatever it may be. I guess it's a little bit more sort of in terms of the client taking the photos, drawing the floor plan for me. And then I can put together a design concept and full shopping list for the client. And once they're happy with everything, they can then go and purchase those pieces and um, style and decorate them into their home uh, when budget and time suits them. And of course, I give all the instructions of how to, to style it up and you know make it look as if I was there in the room doing it myself. Um, so it's a, a hands-off service. It's a socially distanced <laughs> decorating service that um, that I can do anywhere across Australia, which is fantastic. You know, you kind of remind me a little bit of somebody that is buying off the plans because not everybody, and I've spoke about this recently, not everybody is able to pre-visualize buying off the plans. They've actually got to be in the space. And I guess with interior design and decorating, this is kind of similar, isn't it? Unless you've got that pre-visualization, it's very difficult to design mm. the interior. Yeah. So, you know, as long as, you know, and being a professional as well, I, I can immediately see what the space could be and, and what, you know, the potential is within it. So as long as I can have all the photos and um, dimensions of the room, then I can bring that space together, whether I'm in the in the room itself or remotely, or as you say, I work with clients that have bought off the plan and, and haven't been able to, to see their new place yet. So often I am working with clients that haven't even had a built home yet and we start planning out the furniture from there, which is exciting as well. Are you a good person to, you know, invite over for a dinner with your friends? Because they'd be, <laughs> they'd be a bit worried, wouldn't they? They'd be thinking, oh no, she's going to pick up on this and she's going to say something. A lot of my friends, when I walk into it, or a family walk into a home, they say, "Excuse this, excuse this. We want to change this, and et cetera, et cetera." So honestly, I it's you know when I when I'm there for a social occasion, I leave my designer hat at the door. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be thinking when they say, "Oh, excuse this," you know, we're going to get onto that. You go back twelve months later, and they're saying, "Oh, excuse this," and you can say, "You said that twelve months ago." <laughs> I'm the same in the same boat as well. We're all, you know, we're all busy with life and family and, and whatnot, homeschooling and all the other things. So if they're aware of it and they are 
planning to make changes to it, then that's great. It's when they're not aware of it, that's maybe when I might step in a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Bespoke interior decoration. Tell us a little bit about what design aesthetics are popular at the moment with some homeowners. Yes, we've seen a lot over the past few years, we've seen a lot of strong trends that have come through. Um, you know, the Hamptons coastal look, we've, we've done a lot of the Scandi look and minimalist look over the past few years. But what I'm seeing more and more is that real individual personal aesthetic that, um, that clients are wanting to take on. So, and that's where the word bespoke comes in, in that each and every of my projects is different. I don't have a style that, you know, my style that I lay onto clients. I work with clients and really, uh, collaborative approach to make sure that their house and their home looks like them. It doesn't look like Liz Haywood or from Haywood and Co because it's not my home. It's their home. So I always make sure that I, you know, make the home feel like it's for them and their family and not just out of a magazine because, you know, it's got to feel that, that have that nice personal touch to it and make people feel really welcomed when they when they come into the space. Before I let you go, I've got to ask, what is the one of the worst situations you've ever walked into and you were surprised that somebody even invited you in to give you a quote on something and you looked at it and you thought, oh man, this is a disaster. But also maybe through your lens, you thought, what an opportunity. Yes. Look, sometimes... Sometimes that initial consult can be difficult. There's before sometimes you even get to the designing phase, you have to speak with the client to really work out what they're trying to get out of the space. You might walk in, I have walked into a a two bedroom semi before and they said, um, I want to turn this into a four bedroom house. Okay, I'm not a magician. (laughs) So once we sort of sat down and talked about what they actually wanted to get out of it, then we can, you know, make multifunctional spaces, things like that. So it's, it's sometimes taking a few steps back before you take a few steps forward. I think you've got to be a bit of a diplomat, don't you, to be in your game? Um, A diplomat, a marriage counsellor, a babysitter sometimes. (laughs) There's a few different hats we wear. (laughs) We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.